welcome to Living Fabulously with Bev. The mission for the show is to get to the heart of well-being through inspirational stories of everyday people, expert insights from a number of health and lifestyle-related disciplines, and exploration of topics that underpin well-being. If you want to take control of your well-being and put yourself front and center in your life, then this is the podcast for you. I want you to feel calm, nurtured and inspired so you can enjoy your life and your success. If you have not yet done so, please subscribe, rate and review on iTunes or Stitcher. And if you know someone else that would get value from the show as well, please share it with them. Join me on this journey and let's live the fab life together. Today I'm excited to introduce my guest Kimberly Campbell-Zeltner who will share her passion and practice in women's wellness through all stages of life utilizing a number of modalities including energetic healing and breathwork. Welcome Kimberly. Hi Bev, how are we? Good, good, good. Great to have you here today. Yes, I'm very excited. So Kimberly has been in private practice since 1999 supporting individuals to look at their personal challenges and address the relationship of mind, body, emotion, and spirit. She's of the view that the most effective way to complete healing is through looking at each individual as a whole person. Although she uses a combination of modalities, Kimberly specializes in using the breath rebirthing, breathwork mastery, and acuenergetics to restore flow, function, and balance to the body. So our first question today, Kimberly, is what is your method for determining a diagnosis when somebody comes to see you? Well, when a client generally comes to see me, they come for a reason, right? So the reasons may be um, they may have an irregular cycle or difficulty with their cycle due to endometriosis or PCOS. They may be experiencing menopausal symptoms having difficulty conceiving or just wanting to prepare their body for conception. Then I have clients that are not so much the physical symptom, but they require emotional support. So they may um, have had a loss in the family or be um, in a grief state or having relationship challenges or just require emotional stability and they may even be highly stressed. So Mm depending on what the client presents with, will really determine my diagnosis. So, But generally, my first point of call is getting a full history from the client. And this is where we sort of get really upfront and personal. So providing a a really safe space for a client will always allow them to open up and share a lot more openly. So asking questions is the key. You see, the body never lies. It will always give us signs and signals. So what I find is that when I ask questions, other things tend to reveal themselves. So it's about asking those key questions pertaining to that particular client and their concern. It's just absolutely vital. So I also may require um, some medical information. So I'll always get the medical informa- their medical history with that medical information. So I may even ask them to go off and have some tests if they haven't already had um, hormonal tests or I may refer them um, you know, to a doctor to have a laparoscopy. So it really depends on the client and what they're actually coming for. But that's the main the, 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 di- the main diagnosis is the self-talk and them revealing what's happening. 
Mm, I love that the body never lies. Yes, sometimes when you have a probing question, it can unlock an emotion or a feeling, mm. and that surfaces too in the body, doesn't it? Absolutely, absolutely. You know, quite often I find when I'm just asking a question, you can actually see the client welling up, mm. and, and, and that's when we just stay with it. And that's, again, going back to that space, holding that lovely, safe, safe space for people to feel that they can reveal whatever it is that's to be revealed. So once you've explored and understood all that vast information that you've gathered, what is your approach to treating the presenting problems? I think there's a a fabulous quote that I think is very fitting for this, and it's by William Osler. The poor physician treats the symptom. The good physician treats the disease. The excellent physician treats the patient. Mm. Yeah. In, you know, in my 17 years of private practice, I've always treated the whole person. It's not about treating the symptom, but treating the cause of why the symptom has revealed itself. You know, there is times where it's necessary to, tr- to treat it a root cause or a, a, the root of the issue rather. And, and that's where that deep-seated cause of the problem is buried. And generally, I find it's, it's in our unconscious. You know, our body has memory and this memory is in our cells. That's what I call cellular memory. So it's when we're unconsciously holding on to trauma or emotions and it's that trauma or emotion that's creating the illness, yet at other times there may be times where it's just a really fresh wound that's at a surface and very much in a state of awareness. So as you know, Bev, I'm professionally trained in six modalities and they're all body-based modalities that support the body to release holding patterns. So you you mentioned before, you know, the two main modalities that I work with are acuenergetics and rebirthing breathwork mastery. So we, in using these, you know, what I see is pain and disease are caused by a disruption in the flow of our body's energy. You know, our energy is influenced by the injury, the physical pressure, as well as our attitudes and thoughts. So to give you an example is like when we're angry or we're worried or we're sad, this energy moves into a, you know, a contract, it moves in a contracting way. So that contracting way is restricting flow. And what happens, it's inhibiting the regular function of the body. So over time, our muscles or our organs can't do their job properly. And that what happens is wounds don't heal. We actually start getting pain and different symptoms start to appear. So both these modalities support the body to let go naturally and restore the flow of the body, which in turn will restore function, which allows the natural balance of the body to take place. You know, and as as part of a client's treatment, I also teach um, self-awareness strategies, self-care practices, and I also, um, you know, I think a foundation part of that also too is is teaching them the um, meditation breathing practices that I've developed. They all support healing and wellness. Mm. And with the specifics about the type of treatments that you may use, because you have these different modalities and they're all about you know releasing things in the body, is it possible for you to explain the type of treatments you may use? 
Okay. Well, maybe if I just as an example um, give you, maybe if I treat a woman with um, an irregular cycle, say using the AccuEnergetics model. So, you know, at her first consultation, I would talk with the client to get that good understanding of what it is the issue is and, you know, what she'd like treated. At this point, I would have gathered her history for where I develop um, a treatment plan specifically for that individual person, right? I may also teach her to, because it's an irregular cycle, I may start teaching her to tracking her cycle as this gives us much more information to work with and it identifies specific imbalances in the cycle. You know, following this, that we'd, I'd get the client to lay on a treatment table and when they lay on the treatment table, they're fully closed and what I do is I use my hands and I feel any blockages and imbalances that may be there. And they, that block or that congestion or imbalance may be in an organ, it may be in the organ systems, or it may be in a meridian channel, or it may be in um, an energy center within the whole energetic system. From that place, I can clear those congestions using energetic techniques. Um, most of the techniques are done off the body without even touching the client. Some, some are done with gently hands touching the client very gently and just remembering that every person's treated on an individual basis so the mm. session is quite tailored to meet the needs of that person. Mm. And so how long would a typical treatment take or is there a series of treatments? How do you work with a, a client? Well, generally I would, you know, if someone's in acute pain, my, my role at that time, although I get a history and so forth, um, is to lower their pain level, right? Um, so I may work specifically on that and then say to them, look, this does need more work. Or if it's, you know, the, the client say with the irregular cycle, I would look at, okay, I would like to see you maybe over two months so we can get a gauge of... Um, have a look at the cycle mm. and each different phase of the cycle. So each individual, depending on what they come for, right, will depend on the treatment plan and will also depend on how many sessions I recommend. Um, and sometimes I may, you know, someone, I may start treating them with AccuEnergetics modality, but then I might sort of suggest that, I think it would be fabulous for you to have a rebirthing breathwork session. Uh, I think that the combination sometimes really works very well for clients. So, you know, it's rare that I have a client that comes just for one session. And quite often, even when we've worked through the issue or the concern that they initially came for, what I find is, you know, clients want to stay well. So they say, look, I would like to continue to see you, but I might now see you on a once a month basis because I want to now stay with my my wellness rather than my my illness that's no longer there. So again, depending on the client, but generally through the treatment plan, that's part of what I talk with the client. How many sessions I think that would be suitable for that particular issue that they've come with. And sometimes too, I because I do um, a 24-hour breakthrough um, intensive and I also do some VIP programs. So sometimes I might refer people onto those programs too. But generally just in my, my main clinic, um, I would 
in part of their treatment, give them an idea of how many sessions I believe this would work for them. Mm. And so would somebody expect, let's say if they were in acute pain, you mentioned about the relief of that pain. So would somebody expect to walk out of one treatment feeling a whole lot better, but on their path rather than being instantly resolved? If someone's in acute pain, my role at that time is to focus just on the pain and the immediate aspect of it. Because if I can reduce the pain in that first session for them, you know, and I'll gauge that because I, when, when someone's in pain, I'll say to them, right, from a, a scale of 1 to 10, if 10 was the highest, where would your pain level be now? And they may say, oh, gosh, it's around an 8 or a 9. And I'd say, okay. So I, I would, you know, work with them. And, and each time I would do something, I would say, well, how is that pain now? So checking in whether the pain's moved or whether the pain's reduced, how much it's reduced, um, so generally, if someone's coming with and they've got a pain issue, yes, generally it would have lowered in that first session. May not have totally gone. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's when I'd say, well, we've really just worked at the surface level today because I wanted to, re- wanted to support you to reduce the pain. Uh, and now what I would like to do in the next session. So, you know, again, it's all about being flexible in, in my treatments and also with the client. Yes. So what I'm also hearing is that the client who came there with a long-standing problem but had an immediate crisis, they would feel better around that pain or whatever that was. Mm. But the the next steps are with you to go through the process of finding and balancing that flow and the function in the body. Absolutely. Because something's caused the, the body to be in that pain. Uh, so in that first session, I may not necessarily address the whole issue there. Uh, I may have just touched on the surface, talking to the client, when, when did this start, things like that on that first session. May not be getting the full history as such, but talking with the client as I'm treating with them. So that also supports. But again, next session probably would be quite different. And you mentioned about using meditation. So well, how do you teach a client about meditation? Well, there's various meditations that, that I teach. So again, depending on where the client is and what I feel would be more useful for the client will depend on what meditation I, I teach them. And, and generally, when I teach a client meditation, I, I will actually walk them through it. It's like holding the hand. Uh, and I'll teach that in an actual session. And then generally, I would refer them to perhaps maybe my website to download one of the CDs. And then they've actually got me in the room with them. A lot of what I find a lot of a lot of clients actually say, oh, if I could have you in the room. And I go, well, you actually can have me in the room. And, they, and that's where I find the, the downloads very useful for them. And so do they. Yeah. Great. So what are your tips for living fabulously, Kimberly? Oh, wow. <laughs> I think there's, there's lots of them, isn't there? I think the biggest thing is tips for living fabulously. Listen to the signs and signals your body's giving you. Pay attention. Right? You're your best ally. I think a key, key thing for us as women is just because we're, we're great multitaskers doesn't mean that we have to do everything. 
Um, what I find these days is because we're trying to do so much, we can stress ourselves out by being constantly busy. Being constantly busy will be, it produces too much cortisol in the body. Too much cortisol in the body will reduce hormones. So the body then forgets to relax and, and we forget to actually relax and drop into our feminine self. So my biggest thing there is just because we can do everything doesn't mean that we have to do everything. So pay attention to the signs and signals your body's giving you. Ask for help. Allow yourself to receive support. Take time out to rest and have fun. If it's not fun, don't do it. <laughs> don't you think? Well, I guess there's some things I don't find fun, but I've got to do them like my bills. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, well, that's, that's a, you know, a, different, a different part of life and we, we can choose that. But quite often, I mean, a bill is something that's got to be paid. But when, when it comes to us, I think if I go back to us as women, Bev, and I think we're all guilty of this. I know I've been guilty of this. It's like we get caught up, we get excited because I get quite excited, you know, charge and full speed ahead. But then it's like, hang on a minute. So it's like, no, I, I, I do need to allow myself to drop back into me, feel what's happening to my body, pay attention to my signs and signals that my body's giving me, allow myself to, oh, I've got too much on. How can I outsource this? Or how can I ask for help? Or who can I ask for? Things like that, really simple, simple things. But we forget, we sort of think that we have to soldier on and do everything ourselves. And that's not true because what that means is we're, we're constantly living in the stress hormone and using to, sort of living our life in, adrenal, in our adrenal system and that's not healthy for us. No, not at all. No, yeah. So we want to be happy and healthy. Mm. Yeah, so just remember everyone, have fun, be happy. When we're having fun... And laugh out loud. Laughing out loud opens the heart and drops us into ourselves. Mm, Beautiful. So you can find Kimberly Campbell Zeltner by searching for her website, which is www.womens-health.com.au. And she also has a Facebook page with the same name, Women's Health. Thank you, Kimberly, for sharing your insights on the mysterious and wonderful way our body works and the fact that we have this cellular memory. What I think was really interesting for me just to remind myself is that pain and disease are caused by the disruption and flow of energy in our body, and they really inhibit our regular functioning of the body. So I like your call to action about paying attention to the signs and signals that our body gives us. So thank you very much for sharing your insights today. Thank you, Bev. Fabulous. Thank you so much for listening. And you can get the links and any references from this episode in the show notes at my website, www.livingfabulously.com forward slash podcasts. Have you heard about Sleep Timber? It's a month to focus on restorative sleep and it's a month packed with so much goodness for you. What will it take for you to take care of yourself? Head to www.sleeptember.com.au to find out about the free events and sign up to join a movement of sleep lovers. Until next time, be sure to live the fab life.
The information shared here and in our programs and webinars should not be seen as medical advice and is not meant to take the place of seeing licensed health professionals.